Vox Quick Hits. Hey, what's up? Hello. This is What to Watch, the show, surprise, where we tell you what you should watch. I'm Emily Vanderwerf. I am the critic at large for Vox. And I'm Melissa Wilkinson. I am Vox's film critic. This week, In the Heights. All right, all right. Everybody sit down, sit down. It's a story of a block that was disappearing. In a barrio called Washington Heights. The streets were made of music. Alyssa, you wrote a review of In the Heights for Vox.com, where we both work, and you said, unless my spidey sense has gone wonky during the last year, I think it's poised to be a massive hit. Please elaborate. <laughs> well, there's a lot of anticipation for this movie. Uh, I think a big one for a lot of people is that they know it as another Lin-Manuel Miranda musical. Of course, Miranda is well known for having created and starred in a little musical you might have heard of in the past. But In the Heights was his first musical, and it was a hit on Broadway before Hamilton was a twinkle in his eye. And the winner, the 2008 Tony Award, goes to In the Heights. I will say with conviction that if you can manage to see this in a theater, please do so. It is a really, really joyful, intoxicating, electric, big screen movie musical about Washington Heights. So this is a community of mostly Latino people in, in upper Manhattan. And it's telling the story of one particular character whose name is Usnavi. Usnavi was originated by Miranda. And in this movie, he is played by the absolutely fantastic Anthony Ramos. I am Usnavi, and you probably never heard my name. Reports of my fame are greatly exaggerated. Morning, Usnavi. Usnavi owns a bodega in Washington Heights. He came from the Dominican Republic to the U.S. when he was a kid, and he dreams of going back. Ever since my folks passed on, I have been going back. God damn, I gotta get on then. A lot of the movie is shaped around his dreams, but also the dreams of all these different characters that we meet. So he lives with uh, his abuela, Claudia, uh, who is played by Olga Meredith, who is the one cast member who played this role in the original Broadway production. She's playing that role on screen. Um, she has dreams. Usnavi has been in love with Vanessa, played by Melissa Barrera, who works at a beauty salon, but has dreams of becoming a fashion designer and moving downtown. Just a little credit check I'm on that downtown train. Well, your coffee's on the house. Okay. There's also another plotline with a girl named Nina, played by Leslie Grace. Her dad owns the car service in the area. Nina is home from Stanford for the summer, but it hasn't gone quite the way she expected there. She's also kind of trying to work it out with her high school sweetheart, Benny, played by Corey Hawkins, who's also fantastic. He works at the car service, and he wants to take it over someday. The number one earner. What? The fastest learner. What? The boss can't keep me on the damn back burner. Yes, he can. I'm making moves. I'm making deals. But guess what? What? Still ain't got no skill. There's all these kinds of dreams and ideas and things that people want throughout the musical. But then there's also just a lot of singing and dancing and trying to work out what it is to be living in a neighborhood like Washington Heights that's in the midst of being gentrified. 
So even though this musical was a big hit on Broadway, it won Tony Awards, it was up for a Pulitzer, and then Lin-Manuel Miranda did Hamilton, which was even bigger. So you'd figure the movie rights for this would become like a hot ticket. It took so many years to get this movie made, and it got stuck in development hell for a bit. So what happened? Right. So the show premiered on Broadway in 2008. It ran for three years. It was, as you say, a huge hit, won a lot of awards, definitely put Miranda on the map and also was an important one for pointing out how little representation there was of Latino communities on Broadway. Um, And Miranda talks about that a lot as well. That was what he wanted to do was see his community on stage. So it closed in 2011, and the movie rights were optioned by Universal, but it just kind of wandered around at Universal. They couldn't really get purchase on it. The studio wanted them to cast like a famous, famous actor who they thought would have staying power, like Jennifer Lopez or Shakira in the movie, which is kind of funny to think about once you see the movie. But it went nowhere. In the meantime, as it's kind of treading water, Miranda was in an airport and saw this biography of Alexander Hamilton and wound up writing that show, it was a smash hit. And so by the time Hamilton was kind of at its peak, you know, this was a hot property. But it's hard to make a movie. It's expensive to make a movie. And it's especially hard to make a movie if you're not going to put giant movie stars in it. And so in 2017, the Weinstein company came on board and said, we'll help produce this. They saw something in it. Weinstein may be a name that you recall, because in 2017, all this reporting about Harvey Weinstein's horrible abuse and assaults came out. And Lin-Manuel Miranda and Kiara Hudes, who wrote the book, decided to take back the rights to the show. Basically, they managed to regain control of In the Heights. And now it's a hot, hot property because people say, oh, everybody loves Lin-Manuel Miranda. So eventually Warner Brothers in 2018 came along and said, we want to make this movie. So they shot the film in 2019. I know a few people who saw it in early 2020. And then, as you might recall, a pandemic happened. And there was some talk of moving the film directly onto HBO Max and just skipping theaters. But... They elected to wait, and I think it was the right choice because it's coming out right now in June 2021 when people maybe are returning to theaters in a way they haven't in the past. And also, it's really a film that celebrates community. You know, it is a big screen movie musical. What you want to do when you watch this movie is dance and sing and enjoy the entire community together with the characters on the screen. Um, It's also directed by John M. Chu, who a lot of people will know from Crazy Rich Asians, but his earlier films include some of the step-up films. So he really knows how to direct a dance movie. And it's going to be hard for people to stay in their seats watching this one. Did he direct Step Up to the Streets? I can never remember. Yeah, he did. He directed Step Up to the Streets and Step Up 3D. It's important to note the Step Up films, seminal American classics, and I'm only kind of like just like 15% kidding there. They're very fun movies. Um, So, Alyssa, how does the film compare to the stage version? There's all kinds of interesting things that you can do in a movie that you can't do on stage. You can zoom in close to a character's face and see their reactions in a way that you don't see on stage. I was talking to Kiara Hudes, who wrote the book for this, and she was saying, you know, it was really interesting. We found that we could cut things from the musical that were mainly there to clue the audience into what the emotional state of some of the characters was, because a film gives us that opportunity. Also, this is shot 
largely on location, which means when they're dancing on the street corners in the Heights, that's the Heights. That's the actual Heights. Um, And there's all these wonderful stories about people from the neighborhood kind of wandering through the backgrounds of the movie, and it makes perfect sense. There's also a really incredible scene, and I will try not to give it away too much, but there, there's a scene that takes place at a community pool, the Highbridge Pool, and it feels like you're watching one of those old-school Busby Berkeley, Esther Williams musicals from the 30s with the synchronized swimming and all of this kind of cool visual imagery. So it's just stuff you wouldn't be able to pull off on a normal stage. There's also been some tweaks to the story. Uh, you know, the original one was set in 2008 when it opened, and now it's 2021 and the world has shifted. So there's some new stuff that's been added. There's some storylines that have been updated. And I think that if you saw the stage musical and you loved it, you'll find kind of a new version of the story. But it's really enjoyable to watch whether or not you saw the stage musical. I mean, it's it's always great every time that a stage show is updated for the screen, because so often they get trapped in like being stuck in one room. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to make that interesting. Obviously, musicals are different because they go all over the place. And on the stage, you have to sort of fill in the scenery in the back of mm-hmm. your mind. And you don't have to do that on screen. But yeah, I'm always excited when a stage show is well adapted, regardless of its provenance. (laughs) Alyssa, how long is this movie and how can people see it? The movie is about a normal length for a movie musical, which is two hours and 23 minutes. If that sounds long to you, fear not. It flies by. It's real fun. The movie is opening simultaneously in movie theaters and also on HBO Max. So if you have HBO Max, you can watch it at home. But if you haven't been to a movie theater yet and you're thinking about venturing out, I literally can't think of a better movie to see in a theater. Well, that's it for this edition of What to Watch. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Remember, if you have questions about what you should watch, specific or broad or, like, deeply, deeply personal, um, please send them to our producer, Taylor Macon, and we will answer them on an upcoming show. Her address is Taylor, Taylor as in Swift, dot Macon, May as in the month, can as in a soup can, at voxmedia.com. Dot com. That's taylor.macon at voxmedia.com. And then subscribe to Vox Quick Hits. Tell all your friends about the show. And Alyssa, you know, everybody I know just comes up and asks me this question when they're like, oh, In the Heights, what do you think of that? And I'm like, I haven't seen it. And then they say, well, do you think, do you think Jimmy Smith is going to win the Oscar? <laughs> I mean... I have hopes. We'll see. <laughs> Listen, if there's one thing I know, it's that what would bring America together is a Jimmy Smith's Oscar. I am fully on board with that. 